0: To read the room podcast, as always, I'm Merv. Hi, this is Ambria. Thank y'all for tuning in today. We're very grateful uh-huh. that you are here. We're gonna go <laughs> ahead and dive in. So, last time uh, we were with you guys, we talked about allies and allyship and the yeah. difference between POC and you know, referring to someone as black yeah. and how they're not always one in the same, they're and they never talk, one in the same, basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they carry different <laughs> struggles, and we should refer to them as
1: such. Yes. Um, got a little passionate but that's good yeah I did but well in general that's good I don't know we've talked about this I found that it was interesting for me because as we're having this discussion on our own podcast in our own space I had to think okay well can I say that because what if someone in my job sees it or something like that so just even having to censor my feelings in general is just like a consideration right I think
0: that has a lot to do with your profession because <laughs> me, I'm just like I don't care. Like the line said, we have a lot to be mad about. We do. So we really I'm do. Just, yeah. I don't care how politically incorrect. I don't care how I sound. If I have something to say, I'm safe. Whether or not you listen to me, that's your business. But yeah. Uh, well, so you have to think twice. Yeah. So kind of on the same gear today, we're going to talk more about you know the black community, black inclusivity, and just. Black. Period. Yeah, so we talked about, yeah, <laughs> last time we talked about being an ally of the black community, and now right. we're going to talk about
1: the black community itself because we have such beautiful culture and yes. beautiful people, and it's great. And we have, also have to acknowledge that there are things as a community that we mm-hmm. can work on ourselves. So we just want to explain that if you're black, if your pro blackness doesn't include certain groups, then really it's not pro-black right
0: you can't just be like you know oh I'm black lives matter but only the black lives that look like me that grew in the same financial situations as me no it has to span like every part of the black uh, diaspora honestly yeah. because black people are not a monolith so you have to if you say you're going to be pro-black all black lives or black lives matter you got to talk about uh, the straight blacks the you know Yeah, we have we have our list. Okay, if your pro blackness is homophobic,
1: transphobic, misogynistic, sexist, colorist, elitist yeah. is not pro black. So, like you said, all black lives matter. I actually saw that in somebody's um bio, Missy yeah. I seen it in your
0: bio. <laughs> all black
1: lives matter. Okay?
0: So And that's a period at the end. Ain't no comma, ain't no semicolons, a period. And if you got anything to add, let's go ahead and stop talking because you're not (laughs) (laughs) pro-black. Or or if you want to add
1: something. I have seen, um, I went on Twitter and I typed in, if you're pro-blackness, and it was people who were going in, like, if you're pro-blackness doesn't include Afro-Latinos, or if it doesn't um, include, like, gender non-binary people, like... even people with
0: disabilities, you know. All that. Everybody that considers themselves to be black, you have to include them in your... Um, All Black's Lives Matters. Yes, period.
1: I think think our generation is getting a little bit better about um, the LGBT community. But I think that past generations were really terrible about it. And I think that, of course, our generation still has work.
0: To do on it, of course. I'm no expert in the area, but I think, yeah, I'm not an expert at all. But important. I'm my some my queers, my non binaries. So love you all. And I think that's definitely something that we want to um, bring to light or bring to light on the show a little bit later on. When we yeah. can have people, yeah, who we can want to have some guests speak to too. those who will come straight from those communities who you know know the struggle day in and day out. So it's definitely something we want to reserve for later, but yeah, definitely included. But on that same note, I think we can speak to um, other parts of all Black Lives Matters, in particular, the elitism and then also the colorist aspect as well. So we're going to dive a little deeper into those
1: today. Okay, so Mm -hmm. elitism in the Black community, it's it's bad. It's bad. (laughs) I feel like it, um, so if anyone doesn't use the term elitism, it's just basically setting a certain hierarchy like... I'm better than you because I have X, Y, and Z, whether it be money or education or, I don't know, uh, opportunities, whatever. It's just putting someone on a pedestal for a particular reason and looking down on other people. And I think I am no historian, but um, (laughs) I feel like elitism might be a result of just the state of black people in this country. Like, we've had it pretty hard. So when people get something, they're like, look at what I got. You don't even got this. You you know, it's just a sense of like, okay, let me be proud of what I have.
0: But then you can be
1: proud of what you have without looking down on other people.
0: Yeah. Like you mentioned, it goes way back um, to the, you know, overall history of black people in this country. But I think two people I think kind of represent this best is W.E.B. Du Bois and Booker T Washington because WEV was more on like that education side of things uh-huh. and Booker T was more on like the trade side of things. And okay. I think when you think about it in that perspective, people who are elitists are gonna be like, Oh, our elitists are gonna be like, because I have this degree I'm better than you because all you do is this particular Okay, trade. so you think it's that no it comes from
1: way. okay, you think it comes from like the history of okay, we work so hard to even be able to get X, like to get an education and to be yeah. in these certain fields. To the extent that now it's used as a badge of pride yeah. but for it's anyone's a standard yeah which
0: it's not
1: let's talk about that okay <laughs> let's talk about that okay so as far as education go there is this big argument that i feel like is always running through the black community which is college versus yeah. no college what's
0: what's your stance the college um, I'm kind of in the middle because I see, it, I see it both ways. I think college is a waste of time. I also think it's a great time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and a great time. <laughs> it is. I think it, Explain it. Me. I think
0: it's a waste of time because some of the things that I learned in college, I'm like, what does this have to do with what it, I am here for? Yes. Like how at DePaul we had to take uh, those, uh, number one, those science requirements, I just, I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. And then also we had to take the religion class, which is like... I didn't get that at all because it didn't really speak to my actual degree that I was there for. Okay. I mean, I guess you know it works to kind of make you like a well-rounded individual, but I think it's a waste of time. And like some of those classes we don't need to take. You, know, you guys are just taking our, you know, our money. Okay, so you here think quicker. So than, you
1: okay? And I feel like that about law school. I'll talk about it. <laughs> but like, yeah. um, so you think that college could be shorter? Yeah, that it doesn't need to. Sure. You so would you get rid of general education yeah, classes? I would. Okay, so then. If you do that, at that point, does it mean that you need to leave high school knowing what you want to do? Because if I'm going to think about, like, what is the benefit in having gen ed classes, it could be exposure. Because what if you come from a household where you don't know about finance, people, and this and the other. So it's kind of a two-year period for you to figure out what you want to do, what you might want to do, because I know that at 18 years old, yeah, I I wasn't for certain what I wanted to do ultimately. At this age, I'm still not. So,
0: but I, <laughs> but I think um, with gen ed classes, it's classes that they're forcing you to take. You have you you don't have the option. Yes. So I don't think you're necessarily going to have your big break and find out. Oh my god, this is what I'm going to do. That's what your okay, electives you, are there for. Electives give you a wider a wider range of things to choose from. You can figure out through elective classes like, okay, maybe I want to take this, but those um gen ed requirement i'm just like no. I mean, can we kind of get that out of there maybe even put it more electives. if you want to like that'll be more enriching and more useful i think in my opinion so that's when it comes in for me that it's a waste of time okay i think um i agree that you spend a lot
1: I don't know. You waste a lot of time on classes that you don't care about. But I feel like there's something to be said about those years between high school and college that are developmentally. I think that college is a good place to be. Yeah. Because, I don't know, going straight from high school into adulthood, I feel like that's kind of extreme. So I wish college was free. (laughs) If college was free, then it would be. It would take a whole lot of stress off. It would take a lot, a lot of, stress. of stress, and then that would give people an opportunity between adolescence, really, <laughs> in high school right. to adulthood, just like ease you into it. I had just made a tweet about that the other day. I feel like college is adulthood with the training wheels still on, but then you yeah. get into a bunch of debt at the same time. Yeah. So At you're- 18
0: years old, you're already 30, 50 thousand dollars in it, the hole uh, that's just not productive at not. All. and most of the times i hear horror stories all the time or i read them and i pray to god this is not me but when people are like i've been paying all my student loans <laughs> for seven years and i owe more than what i actually borrowed oh that's that's just like well interest that i'm that's what i'm saying that, that's what i'm saying like they can take out those requirements
1: Oh, you're Take saying because okay, yeah. that's a very good Take point because I'm, I'm paying to learn some stuff that does not have to do with okay. what I
0: exactly. Okay. So I don't I don't necessarily find that part of college useful, but then on the other hand, I think college, at least for me, was one of the only the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the only option I had at the time, and I say that because. Like you said, you're 18. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. So I had to have school as, like, my plan. Even if it ends up being, like, a backup plan down the line. Some people use it that way. Yeah, even if it ends up being a backup plan down the line, at least I have something to me, you know? That's That's, that's considered useful in this society.
1: I think, okay, and that's a... Low-key sad truth, but like a good truth <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like sometimes people do use school as just a, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do, yeah. so let me just do school. Some people are like, okay, I'm done with college, and I'm not sure what I want to do, so let me go get a master's, and then <laughs> let me go get a PhD. You know? Yeah, it's, some it's people use out. it as a... I don't know. Um, my opinion about school is I wish it wasn't so necessary.
0: Yeah,
1: I wish that jobs weren't so tied to it, because... Say I wanted to be an engineer. My parents really, really wanted me to be an engineer. Sorry I let y'all down. <laughs> but um, say I wanted to be an engineer and I'm taking these classes and then I go and work at this super specific company. I'm learning on the job. Mm-hmm. So really you requiring my degree has nothing to do with nothing. the knowledge that mm-hmm. I got in the classroom. It's literally just checking off a box and just like everything else in America where they're making it more and more like inaccessible for people it's like okay well now black people are getting jobs let's require a degree and then <laughs> exactly. let's require a master's it's really about making things inaccessible to people because you I didn't learn about that in the classroom stop acting like you ain't learning on you. the job exactly. I did but um for I don't know college or school <laughs>
0: Like I said, it's a backup plan for most people to end up not even using the degrees, going a completely different uh, you know way than their degrees. And like you mentioned, you learn on the job. The VP, one of the VP of uh, my department at my job, when I was actually going for the interview for my job, and they were just kind of explaining the role, you know, doing the whole whoop-blah. Um, she was basically saying, because it's more like a developmental program until you need into select like the next steps or whatever. But um, she was saying that like, we have this program because you guys are coming straight up to college. You guys don't know anything. So, they know that. Yeah. Okay, yeah so, why yeah. do you require me to have a degree? <laughs> Literally just If I'm be... going to be learning on the job.
1: All it is is to cut off a certain group of people yeah. from being able to even apply for the job. Exactly. And feeling like they could get the job. I don't know. I, I don't agree with that at all. But I will say, though, that my college years, I learned some invaluable lessons. Like, just as an adult yeah. about other humans. Like, I learned so much in college, but- I don't even remember what I was doing in the classroom. Like, there's things that I know that I learned in class, but it's like I was just learning so much about myself as a young adult yeah. during that time. And I'm glad that I had the space to do that because if it was, like, super thin for myself, like, I might be a different person. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But um, to the elitism of it all, though, I don't think that whether you have a degree or not should be something that you tout over other people you can be proud of your education but if your sentiment is like ours like i don't even remember what i was doing (laughs) in the classroom then you shouldn't be like i got a degree and you didn't even
0: you don't know what you was learning so that degree don't mean nothing
1: people might be listening to this like
0: i loved my perhaps you did i don't know
1: i was in the business school and i learned so much and i'm grateful for that knowledge but i did a lot of other stuff too that's like I don't care about. that. Yeah, when I
0: talk about college, I'm like, oh man, it's not, it's never. Oh man, man, that that marketing 302 class was, was so. Cool. <laughs> I learned. It's always like, dang, remember that one time? You know, we went to the club. We went. Yeah, you know, we in the school. door. We remember when I learned like, that? That's all I remember from college. It's a lot of life lessons. Yeah. Not like anytime I have to remember what I actually learned in college is when I'm doing my resume. <laughs> yeah, I like, don't yeah, like, yeah. you know what they're talking about, you know, so it's always like a, uh, uh, what's it called? Not a forethought, what's the one before that? <laughs> before that. It's an afterthought. <laughs> so, it's know. always an afterthought, so it's not always at the front of my mind. So that's why when, when people are, especially people in our community are always like, you know, I what they I do. it's just kind of like okay cool you did something that millions of other people do every year yeah but but there's also something to be
1: said about the fact that like we didn't have access to an education yeah. for a long time and like some of our yeah. like, my parents didn't go to college so they saw college as such um a thing to do like That's it was so it was huge and i'm glad that i could do that separate from that conversation though when we talk about the nitty-gritty of it all mm-hmm. i learned more lessons just about myself as a human than mm-hmm. i cared about in the Classroom mm-hmm. and also what you what happened in the college classroom and your grades and things don't necessarily determine your future. I took business law, I got like a C, and I was not <laughs> that I wasn't like when a, I tell you
0: I took that class, I literally emailed the professor please give me a b i don't <laughs> know what it's called going- <laughs> gave me the b okay well, uh, i should did I, same- I didn't know any- i didn't know anything wanted to i didn't know anything about contract law, business law bro i shoulda did the same that's thing that's exactly I got what i a did C, you know? and i was
1: like this is going to look terrible yes. law schools are going to see this and be like she is not cut out it worked
0: out for me but like imagine i stopped there right i'm like eh, right. Not where i'm at right I mean, now said, so-, yeah, so some of the classes i really have to be like sis
1: they Please, no. Yeah. So, to
0: anyone, oh, actually, before we go on to the next one, but I, I think this. Spring, remember the boy on Instagram, the law school boy, who had stolen the money. No, that's. Um, oh, <laughs> okay. So you're talking. That's, he
1: or to some one Okay, so And he comes from a generation of, of and lawyers. I got and, opinions around so that. Got to, so okay, okay let's, 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 let's see, see. let's see. Okay, so there was this boy, and he had went on um, Instagram or Twitter yeah, it or something, was on Instagram. and he basically was dragging other black men, basically? No, he's driving, oh, black, black women, women. <laughs> but he was trying to um, set himself above other black men. Right. So he was like, I'm- um, this, that, and the third, right. because I went to law school, and I'm not in the system, and right. I don't got no baby mamas, but y'all not
0: checking for me? Yeah. <sighs> Honey. Everybody was like, girl, you just graduated law school. That's huge. Celebrate that, but instead you're like, but y'all black women only like today's turn.
1: He Bruh, was like, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. That's
0: what I didn't get. I was like, okay, I was reading. I was like, wait. Now, when did this become about black women? <laughs> this is about you, bro. This is your day. You spent three years, however many years you spent in, in law school, doing whatever the hell y'all do in law school. And this is grinding, Grinding. Grindin. If at that point, if what
1: makes you most proud about your proudest moment is the fact that you can basically shit on other people. There is something wrong. There's a disconnect. Yeah. That's elite. That is That is elitism right there. Like, okay, the reason I got this degree is so that I can remind y'all that I got it, but the dude that
0: you like got a baby mama, right. and he been in the system. And there's a little bit of nepotism in that, too, because he comes from a lot of lawyers, and his dad father was a was a and so owns a law firm. So he probably firm. got a job. And the icing on the cake on this dude is that he failed the bar, which is nothing to laugh at, but, but for you to do that, and then you fail the bar a kiki kiki god
1: don't Cause... like ugly honey because he said oh you thought mm. and then his twin brother passed Why? his twin brother's probably so sweet <laughs> like <laughs> that dude was quiet i would know his he's one of the he was, was peaceful at nice yeah, and, and was not bothering
0: nobody so more stories the story is don't be don't be yeah gonna And history. you can
1: be proud of yourself. There's sec- like there's a difference between being proud of yourself and trying to say, I'm better than you because I have X, Y, and Z. You mm-hmm. chose that. like You wanted to go to law school or to college or whatever. Live in that. <laughs> be happy about that. Yeah. What, what does that have to do with the next person who nothing. did not
0: choose to go down that yeah, it path? It doesn't have nothing to do with nobody else. Nothing at all. And that's when it, the whole elitism, elitism thing it's weird.
1: Yes. Okay, so economic elitism. So separate from the um, conversation about whether you are educated or not or whatever, there's hand in hand the conversation about whether you have money, money. or not. I think it's that's all about the vitamins, baby. <laughs> I think that that's a terrible. That's terrible too. Yeah,
0: all el- elitism is terrible. <laughs> yeah, this is. Outside of like the, you know, college versus college, I think the economic one is um, even worse because it's coming from people that look like you, you know? Explain. Because let's say like someone is like in, in, I don't know, they beat the odds or whatever, they become CEO of the company, just for example. They're making all this money and then all of a sudden they turn their nose down on people like you. Yeah. And you know, this this is the type of, you know, environment that this person comes on. So that gives you a sense of hope. But then to hear someone that comes from a situation like you turn look down on you because of the situation that you're in. yeah. Definition of forgot where
1: you came from. I think that people yeah. need to remember what their own circumstances were like coming up, remember where their head was, what they aspired to, and then try and be a helping hand to the next person. Like, it's really not that difficult. It's not that hard to just yeah. choose to help someone. And maybe that's not, maybe you weren't built like that. But then you probably shouldn't be built like looking down on people either. Yeah. Like you're either interested in other humans and their growth and development or you're not. So I don't
0: know. I also think some of that economic elitism also comes from um, A, wanting to keep up with the Joneses and B, kind of that proximity to whiteness. Because when we oh, think less. of whiteness, it. we think of, um, you know, economic security um you know the you know educational backgrounds and things uh-huh. like that so when people get to that certain level they try to distance themselves from people from, like that is in their community in their culture, class whatever the case may be try to distance themselves because they don't want to be seen as that and Ooh. a lot of it falls into like the ghetto you know the food stamps the that type of they want situation. to be like hey i'm, I'm not black, black this. i am the superior <laughs> you know
1: wow and, and it's this not- corny it's corny. Okay, and then that's why black women don't want to be with that kind of man. Okay, so people love to, like that guy who went to law school who made the post, like black women don't want me. No, we can <laughs> sense that you don't want to be a part of the community. We yeah. can sense that you see yourself as more, as yeah. better than us. And that's corny. And so we're not interested in it. <laughs> like that's the reason we're not interested in you. It has nothing to do with your accolades because... We can be proud of you Mm -hmm. too. We can celebrate you too, but it's like,
0: no, no one wants an arrogant dude. No
1: one wants someone who is
0: arrogant and just
1: disconnected from the community. We've talked, we've had this conversation so many times, like I can't rock with somebody who is just so, oh, I'm better than, and that's not relatable. So yeah, don't think that because you have a degree that black women don't want you. It's the corniness, baby
0: boo. Right. And also, when you're you, when you're thinking about where you are financially and like the people below you, think about where that is coming from. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's coming from root, like internally rooted, like anti-blackness. I I feel like. <sighs> You, you can have uh, an opinion on people within your culture, for sure. But then yes. it's the way that you approach it, the way that you go about it, that's going to be a difference between... It's yourself, levels. You, you have an opinion versus like, you're acting very anti-Black.
1: Yeah, it's levels. So. It's like, okay, you can... Of course, you can point out certain things that we do in our community or certain things that irk you or whatever the case may be, but that is not the same as completely wanting to distance yourself. And trust, we can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very evident. Completely.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, in line with economic elitism, I feel like there's this concept of reverse elitism. I just made that up. But um, it kind of stands for the contention that if you didn't come from a certain economic space, then you are less black. So say, for example, my parents had gone to college and my parents were lawyers than other black people seeing me and being like, oh, she not really black because she didn't have to struggle or she didn't have X, Y, and Z. And I don't know, I feel like, don't get me wrong, sometimes I myself have succumbed to that thinking. Like, just we just said the guy who went to law school, like, his dad was a lawyer. (laughs) So he can't even, you know? So I think that we all could work on that. It doesn't make you any less black. But I'll tell you, though, it makes you far more... Likable. If you are in a position like that where your father, for example, is a lawyer and you're not trying to put other people down and you're trying to lift them up. If we saw the story of this man, his dad was a lawyer and they started a program for law students right. or something like you're using your father as a tool right. to help more people instead of you looking down. Mm-hmm. But regardless, he's still black. And I think that that's the reminder that I have to tell myself and that we all need to be a little bit better about.
0: Yeah. Um, I think also it plays into um, this idea that we always say that like Black people are not a monolith, Black people are not a monolith. We come from so many different backgrounds, different situations. That when you when people are talking about Struggle Olympics, they automatically equate equate that with authenticity and being oh, real. Oh yeah, and that is like true. That. That's true. Even like with rappers, you see a rapper, he's talking about like. XYZ. You find out he grew up in a two-parent household in the suburbs. You're like, like
1: what? what? Okay, why are you
0: about that? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> uh, period. You know, yeah. Or if like suburban kids want to be rappers and stuff like that, mom's yeah. like, what? What are you talking about? You grew about? up
1: in this nice house, and <laughs> but I think that that speaks to it. Like, okay, there are there's rappers who came from like decent situations yeah. and they rap about other things. Yeah. Rap about some other stuff, yeah. bro. You yeah. could go to college and rap about college. I feel like Femi had made a... It was <laughs> one of his verses and he was talking about like, yeah, I went to college. Living your truth. Yeah. Like, that's okay. And that's okay. You don't yeah. gotta be like, y'all was shooting people up <laughs> and you were like, at home playing video games like waiting <laughs> right for dinner. That's just be authentic. So I think you're that... you're the one that has a connected bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and you... You're in unit. Right. Of a bathroom. Like, it's okay. So, I think that on both both ends of the spectrum, um, just living in your truth, if you didn't come, you didn't have to get every single thing out the mud. It's
0: okay. Honestly, I would like to get something, not nah, get something out the mud. Uh,
1: <laughs> something to be handed to me. I am
0: open to all blessings at the universe. I
1: think that this. This sort of reminds me of, and I'm sorry, (laughs) this reminds me of our conversation about white women and how they want to be oppressed really Um, bad. I feel like um, there are some, I think that being black in this country is enough. Like, just your day-to-day experiences. Say you were the only black person in your neighborhood, that comes with experiences that are probably traumatizing. So, live in those. Like, whatever your truth is in this country, it's okay to live in that space. You don't have to pretend that it's anything mm-hmm. else. Because we all have different experiences. Yeah. And different struggles. So we'd like to hear about yours. Right. You know? <laughs> like we heard yeah. people talk about shooting. You can talk about what <laughs> yours was. Just right. being honest
0: with yourself. Yeah. Being honest true. with yourself. And being open to the black experience. Being something other than what you know. What Absolutely. you see in the movies, online. Social Absolutely. media. Like, There's so many different black experiences. That... We're not all going to get it out the mud. We're not all going to struggle. There's going to be some people that they've been good for the generation. Yeah. Good. That's just because of how they were set up. Exactly. And, and that's
1: okay. Yes. It's exactly. okay. It's how you move. Exactly. How you move. And that's going to provide different struggles. Maybe you ain't have to get your next meal out the mud, but maybe you felt uncomfortable around um, you were around white people a lot. Right. You were the only black person, or maybe you felt weird around black people because you didn't have to have certain struggles. So right. it's like exactly like you said, being open to the fact that the black experience is looks many different right. ways. So if you can't acknowledge that, then you're really not pro black.
0: Right? You're just pro. You're kind of black. Right. So and even beyond the United States, we have a, we have a tendency to focus blackness on just the United uh, States. Here. Outside of this, it's a whole nother diaspora that's waiting for you. So it's like, open them eyes up. There's so much to learn. There is. There's a lot.
1: Yeah. I had gone to Cuba with some of my friends and I, wow, I'm like, oh my God. They're like, (laughs) familia. I'm like, what's (laughs) good? I felt so, you know, because we are everywhere. Everywhere. So you can go to any other country and there's black people there and they have experiences Mm -hmm. and they have culture. So yeah, just widening. We mm. wanted to make this episode to suggest everyone to widen your lens. Yes.
0: There's so many different
1: kinds of black. and mm.
0: All black experiences are authentic. Not just the struggle ones. They're all authentic. Yes. Because they're yours and you're your black. No one can take that away from you. Period. Ooh. I make that a social media
1: post. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we just... As we've said, there's a lot of different kinds of black. Black looks like different things. Black comes in different shades. Yes. So perhaps we should talk about colorism. Oof. That is such, This is it's beautiful. <laughs> this could be like three episodes, <laughs> but we just want to, um, you know, touch the surface
0: on colorism. Ugh. This is, <laughs> a heavy, <laughs> it is a very. This is a very heavy one. Like, cause you see it all the time on online. It's like something you can't really escape online, in the movies, in I don't know, in corporate America. It, it, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Every
1: in every single thing, and it's frustrating at this point because it's mm-hmm. like. Just like every other frustration I have about this country taking a long time to, you know, <laughs> fix stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's 2020. Like, why are, why is that still a thing? Right. Like, I go and see people's names on social media and it's like, my skin Keisha. That's a <laughs> rapper. And I like her. But it's like, is that the part about you? too. That you felt like embodied you so much that yeah. that needed to be your and name? there's also
0: a lot of discussion around light-skinned Keisha. A lot of people don't think she's light-skinned. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's another thing. It's levels. So it's levels and it's
1: also subjective. It's extremely you subjective. Know? So let's just like get rid of it. <laughs> I'm that's not,
0: like a little bit over the... I'm over it too, but it's like... I don't even know where to go because it's just so much.
1: Okay, let's talk about it in the romance context. Okay. okay, so we see often, we see a lot of fetishizing. Yeah. And we see, you look in the music videos, and what do you see? The same complexion. And you look in on the
0: foreign jigs. And by the way, apparently to people, you can only be foreign if you like skin. I mean, you I mean, like, because I'm from Congo. <laughs> I'm like, I'm foreign too, we're, we're you're no, no, get are right. That's all in the wait, wait, I <laughs> but I don't qualify for foreign. <laughs> I don't get that stimulus package. <laughs> <for you. laughs> it's just,
1: I don't qualify. Merv said, "Expand the definition of foreign, baby." I'm from Chicago. Seriously,
0: that's they. People only see foreign in the lines of. Light skinned, ambiguous, yeah. long hair, yeah, curly not type hair, hair, hair. Yeah. no one ever considers so it. What about the other foreign people? Yeah, the one that got to make up the masses, <laughs> the majority of right. the foreign people. Yeah. So in the romantic context, context, context. Am
1: I saying it right? Context
0: in America. In- I'm not thinking <laughs> yeah. this out either. So just no, take it out. Take it out. Stinky. In the romantic context. We see colorism a lot in the way that if you're a darker skinned girl like myself, you're not seen as desirable. Uh You're seen as, you know, like the second hand, like the, um, you can be the friend or something. You can be... Like for I've seen in a, a few different movies, I can't think one off my head. Where they like, always have the sidekick. Yeah, friends. like even like there would be like a dark skinned girl. She likes this really cute guy, but he really likes like, the light skinned The uh, light skin girl can only see you as a friend.
1: Think about the Proud Family. Dijonay, they had yeah. her all up on Sticky, and he, he wasn't. Why wasn't why, why Sticky wasn't going? Who wrote right. that? Why he wasn't
0: interested? She was cute, right? So I think we we oftentimes um, darker skinned women we take a backseat in. Any context, but Mm -hmm. in the romance one, for start, because we're not seen as desirable, because we don't meet those weird standards that people set. And I hate to see that perpetuated constantly. Yes. And you even in, particularly in Medea's family reunion uh, with um, Kimberly Lisa's character, she was married to this man, held him down, and as soon as he got on, what'd he do? Left her ass (laughs) for a white girl. girl. (laughs) You know? And then what did that white girl do when he got hurt? left with all yeah. his money but then he wanted to turn to her to yeah. pick up all the pieces we're not we, we're not allowed the room to be soft to be fried or to be taken care of we have to be we have to be strong we have to take care of ourselves we have to be independent we have to take care of everybody else we never come first we're mm-hmm. always a second thought and I'm so tired of seeing that yeah I I'm feel so like tired. this
1: ties into the conversation we had earlier about proximity to blackness I feel like uh. Deep brown, complected woman embodies blackness, period. And for a black man who really not interested right. in being black, really, right. it's like, okay, let me get as far away from that yeah. as I can. He might not go as far as white. Maybe he'll go to mixed or Latino like, right. or Asian or something. But yeah. I think, yeah, their, des- their desire to be as far away from blackness as possible, perhaps, Contributes,
0: mm-hmm. And even the in, in, in the NBA, a lot, a lot of the NBA guys, they have starter wives who are dark-skinned. But they're not. They're starter wives. wives? Yeah. So these are the wives that they have at first? These are the uh, the wives they have before they make some money. And then they leave them and go get a Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually how it works. Because they know you gonna, you going to hold them down. That's what you're there for. And I think a lot of it also perpetuated in our community, too. Like, Oh, absolutely. You yeah. have to stop having these unrealistic standards of growth on women while men get to consistently get by on being underdeveloped <laughs> emotionally, Talk financially and things like that and put all their put all their baggage on someone and then when they finally get a footing, it's like, you ain't never did nothing for me and all that other stuff and it's like we have to stop that. So coddling our men. Yes.
1: Who is, is that? Stop is, that shit. I think that needs to be another episode because I yeah, we saw on the episode I got like
0: thoughts. <laughs> but I feel like overall how we tweet retreat um darkest people in our community. And it's mostly it's weird because it's mostly just women because dark-skinned guys are super desirable. Dark-skinned dudes Everybody wants get played, a dark-skinned douche. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And just about every other white girl, Latina, Asian they girl want a dark-skinned dude. Yeah. So I'm I'm just trying to see, like, where did this connect? We were yeah. we both feel niggas. So who, how did they get the better end of the stick? <laughs> Good state? night. Good night,
1: <laughs> How did they get
0: the better end of the stick? Scene. That's what I want to know. If anybody has an answer, email us or read your room you
1: Because
0: know? <laughs> I don't get it.
1: What do you okay, so what do you think is a realistic step? I mean, it's just hard. I feel like I don't know how do you it's fix so that? individual. It's so individual and it's so deeply ingrained in the community. I mean, I know that I can now I feel like I'm old enough to speak yeah. at the Thanksgiving table <laughs> or whatever. So I yeah. correct people when they say things. Or even in my friends, if people are talking too often, like, oh, like, light skin this, dark skin that. Right. What does that have to do with anything? If people like, oh, you got a bunch of unread messages, like, you super light skin. what's the connection to that but if you think about it and you take it a step further they're saying okay so light-skinned people are more desirable so more people are hitting their phone up and they're ignoring them so you acting like those desirable people we need to take some steps back and start acknowledging why we're saying certain things and the issues that they'll have on future generations like i think it starts with the kids of course but
0: what do you do and it's 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 really kind of like a, a bigger issue because there's only so much you can teach your kid. But your kid's going to be at school eight hours a day. With, and society is going to tell them. You're, <laughs> you're, the way you raise them is only going to be about one-tenth of what they retain. Uh, yeah. Everything else is going to be how they interact with other people, what they learn in school, and all that, type uh-huh. of, and all those different types of things. So if they're constantly hearing people putting down Dark uh, skin darker skinned mm-hmm. women or whatever... What do you think is going to happen when they get older? They're going to want to be with the people that are seen as more desirable. Yeah. And there's really nothing you can do about it. That's the fucked up part. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Unless everybody right gets into a simulation like. And then everybody, you know, and everybody just
1: kind of like snaps out of it, and that's not realistic. But again, we're chipping away. So be better. Yes. And if if you, I don't. When people like mention their complexion often, just start to think, why am I saying that? <laughs> <laughs> you you know, like, what what value Is did that, that bring... bring to the sentence that I was saying, yeah. mentioning someone's complexion?
0: Most likely it brings none. Most but... likely
1: it brings none. Unless you're trying to identify someone like, oh the girl who and then even then there's still other stuff you could yeah. say. Uh, with the blue jeans on <laughs> like <that. laughs> There's other things that you can say. So, I feel like people need to stop making it such a conversation. Yeah.
0: And then, I don't know, start being honest with um, yourself. One of my rituals, I'm sure actually made a good point, but she was mentioning how um, a lot of people will kind of dance around the question of complexion, especially when you fall on the, the darker side of uh, things. Dance around it like how? Niggas, muffles would be mahogany, caramel chocolate chip before they call themselves dark skin because they don't want to be attached to that that's interesting you know okay mug's gonna be everything in the book but do not want to call themselves dark skin even if they are I so there's a like negative that that was... connotation attached to just being dark skin, just off the string that you're born dark nothing else nothing else um,
1: you know what i'm saying yeah. So it's like
0: it's very weird like in some in like even myself i'm a dark skin girl I don't care where I go. But in some cultures, or in some um, communities, even in Africa alone, some people wouldn't consider me to be dark-skinned. That, okay. That that ain't none of my business. I'm dark-skinned wherever I go. Okay,
1: so I always just try to not have the conversation at all, because to someone who is, like, super deep brown, they're not, they will look at me dumb, but then there's like a way lighter spectrum as well. Right. So I just be like, I'm a black girl. Like, legend is <laughs> not even, but I think that it's easier that way. Cause what difference does it make if I'm, when am I mentioning that? <laughs> like, am I, is the census asking like, okay, check a box for, I just don't. That's why when people are super deeply like, I'm light skin. Yeah. What's up? It's like, why are you mentioning that? Right. But, yeah, I don't know. My opinion is everything needs to be less centered around complexion, but we have to acknowledge that there's still an unspoken hierarchy that needs to be taken down. And it
0: disproportionately negatively affects black women.
1: Yes. Okay, that's another thing I want to talk about. Light-skinned men acting like they are oppressed. (laughs) Because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Okay, so to light skinned men thinking they're oppressed, I would like to disagree firmly. <laughs> um, I had someone tell me before like dark skinned girls never checked for me, so I was always stuck with the light skin baddies. Some like super problematic, yeah, like mixed for Betty whatever. Dark skin of... girls hated me so much, I had to go with the pretty light skin. Yes,
0: girls. That's, that's, yes. That's,
1: that's, <laughs> <laughs> that was. I'm like, are you ill? Like. But that was the sentiment. So I just want to say um, to all the light-skinned men out there <laughs> that you are not oppressed. Stop acting like you are oppressed because you're not. I know that there is a, um, there's like the stereotype or rumor or whatever, mm-hmm. like, oh, light-skinned dudes are soft or whatever the case may be. Um, No, I don't think that that equals like, oh, I can't get play. We understand that colorism mm-hmm. is universal. Yeah. So just by you being of a lighter complexion, you are going to get preferential treatment. Yeah. Just because you weird somebody out and they like, <laughs> oh yeah, he not it. That's you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't act like, oh, in general society just hates y'all so bad. No, no, society says that you look better. If you mess it up by being corny and lame and weird,
0: there's gonna be a reaction to your action. So if that. Action as corny as shit, I'm going to move around from you because that's weird. <laughs> so, don't, yeah, don't
1: act like it. Oh, my God. I could never find a woman because I'm so light. You sound dumb, bro. Stop it. <laughs> that's never going to be the case. That's never going to be the case, it's regardless. It, it's
0: not because you're like, that's it. Your yeah, other things. Ugly, weird, corny, whatever the case is with somebody who doesn't want to, but it's never going to be
1: like. Honestly, it sounds like Entitlement mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm light skinned, and it's some chicks who don't want me. Oh, Dang, god. y'all discriminating against us. And they dark,
0: like, it's some dark
1: skinned girls who don't want me. <laughs>
0: yeah, they discriminating against <laughs> us. Stop that, bro. Just like how, um, what was the name of that documentary about dark skin girls? Was it called Dark Skin Girls? Which one? Who, oh, oh my god, who made it? I forgot it was a documentary, I think it was called Dark Skin Girls. Oh. I've seen that. What the hell was it called? I feel like you might be right. It was called Dark Skin Girls? Dark Girls. Dark Girls. It was girls. called Dark Girls. And it was a beautiful conversation. Feel it black, dark girls. And then the lights decided to make a version of their own. <laughs> the lights decided... You know how this is. This is how what it is when people all lives matter, black lives yeah, matter.
1: Yeah. So they made a thing
0: about. I didn't watch like, it. About being saying light that skin. it's
1: like tough. Yeah. Oh, I be seeing that on Twitter yeah. when people are like, "Oh my god," as a light skinned person, it's hard too because all the girls hated me because my hair was so okay. Girly. And I so Girl. I, I remember Amber Rose had made an interview like all the girls was hating on me because I was light skinned and I had nice hair. Woo woo woo. Honey, (laughs) stop. Like, that's exactly the thing that we're there that
0: you shouldn't be doing. Hair be crispier than some bacon. (laughs) Somebody (laughs) at you. (laughs) No, I see no one that was like, no, we're not jealous of that (laughs) heat
1: (laughs) damage. And this, look, this is not shade, but it's just like, do you... If, as you're listening to this, if this resonates, yeah. do you realize how dumb that it sounds?
0: sounds so <laughs> stupid. Like how people call you, oh, you have a big forehead, there's you light skin. Why well, was it the girls who got big foreheads and they there's dark skin? What about them? Is that a thing? That's yeah. a rumor? Yeah. To have a big head? Yeah. Where does that It's come weird. From? I don't know. It's weird behavior. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. I don't identify with that community, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I identify with the big ass. So I'm like, wow, I didn't know. They it said, was and I got like, the one I saw the, the one tweet I saw was a girl she posted her feet. Did you see that one? No. Where she was like, This dark girl, this dark skinned girl said light skinned girl got ugly feet. I'm like, are you talking about? Nobody said that. No. Like, are you are you are y'all dumb? I wanna know, like, are y'all dumb? Email me. Let me know, just yes or no. I read the room. Are <laughs> you Are you dumb? And then just put yes or no? Because it's it's not making sense. It's not adding up. Y'all sound crazy. I think We're, that I think that the
1: theme or the goal is like I want to be hated on. It's like hey, remember, like I'm seen as the best, and then people are just acting like nothing's going on, and they're like, yeah, knock knock, hey. I'm still seeing as the best though. Remember, look, she even said my people was ugly. Like <laughs> just trying to remind people that they're light skin. Yeah. Like people with I mentioned this earlier. This clearly really sends me when people have light skin before their name in their social media. Yeah. Like is
0: that's their best trait. Like <laughs> is your light skin? This is this is the one. The skin don't even gotta be moisturized, it's just light. <laughs> So, when people in the lighter skin community, I don't know what to call them people who are lighter <laughs> um when they disrupt when dark skinned people really have genuine concerns that are really impacting them like losses of jobs you don't have the same opportunity just all something so remedial as skin yeah something you can't control that's why i hate when when they do stuff like that like making light girls in retaliation to dark girls like these are real problems if if your problems were so real you would have been made that documentary mm-hmm. before dark yes. girls came for yes. dark girls to come out for you to make that It says a lot. Yes. It says a lot more than whatever was in that documentary because I would never in my life watch something like that. Yeah. That's just, that's all lives mattering. Yeah. Dark You're co-opting someone's real experiences and I think you need to stop. It's really corny and it really lacks a lot of taste and good. Period. It is. It is tasteless.
1: Oh. I'm discriminated against too because I'm so light and beautiful. Everyone thinks I'm
0: just. And this ain't no hate or nothing. No. Cause I'm pretty regardless of my skin color. Yeah, period. But, <laughs> but it's just like real, like people's lives are really at stake yes. for stuff like this. There was a whole genocide in Rwanda because of skin color. Yes. So this is not something so silly. Like oh my god, I guess so many technicians should know. This is people's real lives. Yeah. On the line. Yeah. So that's one of those
1: things. Let's be serious for a sec. Yeah. As we've discussed, this is one of those things where you can just shut up if no, someone some is thing. talking about like, oh, I feel like. I was treated this way because of my complexion or I didn't get this opportunity or whatever the case may be. That's not for you to say, Well, I'm on the preferential right. side of that scale. And I have problems <laughs> too. Like you could have talked like you said, you could've talked about those problems at any any time. Like, no one was
0: gonna that's the thing, no one is gonna ever ever yeah. going to stop you. What I, what I see a lot is um this is, this is, for me, my life is not really less skinned dark skin, but, like, I see a lot of, like, uh, dark-skinned black women. They will bring up a topic, and they will listen to anybody. But when dark-skinned women bring up their own topics, everybody act like, y'all delusional. When back in, like, the early tw- 2010s, black women were being dogged day in and day out on social media. It yeah. just... Muffins just started profiting off of being pro-black, Yeah. and that's when things change. Now for everybody us. in their life—they probably still we believe that, but because they can't, they can make money off of it. I think that they that's the up thing. The like even, but with they the, still believe
1: that. even with the even with the like makeup industry, like okay, oh, now right. they're making a lot of money off of making darker. Right. And now everybody got a shave beyond
0: mocha.
1: Uh huh. But it used to be now,
0: before it was like we can't make that; it's too expensive. Okay, now nah, everybody. Right. Okay, right. But, but then, cool. Now all their
1: ads are black. I mean, being all happy and Melanin just, um, they,
0: Y'all wearing melanin shirts, but where was y'all at when people was getting dogged out day in and day out for uh, for being dark skinned? Yeah. Clowns. We can move on to the next topic. <laughs> Okay, just to wrap up the
1: colorism thing, let's talk about it for a second in the media. Okay, so we mentioned already we see it in music videos, yeah. but um T V. So Netflix. I feel like has super duper mm. <laughs> issues with skin color representation. I'll say they don't
0: do
1: it. They just don't do it. Period. No. So if it's a black person, it's like a mixed person. Like they have, mm-hmm. they're like racially they, ambiguous. Uh,
0: when you look at all like the popular movies, like quickly name one What a dark skin lead. You're talking about on Netflix. Yeah. Just recently, they had, uh, that, was even, that wasn't even Netflix, that was Amazon, I think. Oh, with, with the Zayla. Young, the uh
1: uh-huh, the Yeah, TV with Zayla, movie? yeah. Okay.
0: And then it just, Netflix recently just had one movie um, go number one for their, you know, top ten, most what whatever. Movie? It was a South African movie, I forgot what the name was Oh! Of, but it's like a really popular one, and that one has a black lead. Okay, I see. So that. those are just like, to this day, I feel like people are still fighting to it's just when you
1: when you look at all the little like oh Hollywood now there's like um Yara Shahidi yeah. and there's Zendaya, Zendaya and, and don't get me wrong they stars. do stars they're the stars and they themselves as individuals do a good job of yeah, like so bringing other people that.
0: along and yeah. I appreciate them a lot for that yeah but the I, fact I, that I'm sorry I love when Zendaya was like she doesn't try to take roles that are made for dark women. She's trying to steal those roles from white women. Uh-huh. But, you yeah. know, that's commendable. <laughs> yes. That's commendable right yes. there. Like, yeah, you know, do us a favor. And sis. I think she was doing like a
1: fashion show or something. I'm, she might have had a line and she was like actively making sure we're it represented. It might have been the <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger. I think it, I think Right. So that's another issue. But <laughs> yeah, I appreciate people um, like that trying but the fact that they are the ones that are constantly exactly. getting the
0: opportunities is like
1: Even with
0: Octavia Spencer, she is a seasoned actress. And I cannot remember this white actress's name. She's white. She has uh, red hair. She confused her. No, no, no. She actually fought for her to get paid more. Oh. Think about that. The Octavia Spencer to get paid more. Yeah. It's like the math don't really add up. Yeah. it don't. They need to do
1: Better, just period. Do better, and honestly, I'm. I understand how Hollywood works. Like there are certain people who are in high demand, but I just don't understand why we keep. We need to keep on seeing these same faces in these roles. Like you can't convince me that every single black teenager (laughs) looks like that girl. You cannot convince me, and you can't convince me that you couldn't have found one. Right.
0: Because
1: I'm sure there's plenty of girls going out for the roles. They are,
0: but once they reach their one. Boy, dark skin best friend quota they're y'all done gotta go home. that's true they're y'all done. not in condition y'all gotta go because y'all not gonna get the party it's it, like, you
1: go. yeah uh, it's terrible okay but one thing I will say we're <laughs> talking about this okay sometimes I think I don't mind as much they're not being black women, period, Mm. not even complexion-wise, just black women, when it don't make sense in the storyline. Okay, so, for example, in (laughs) Euphoria, I I talk about this team kind of frequently, okay, Um, people complain about Zendaya and Euphoria not having black friends, but I just don't think that we will be doing the stuff that she was doing. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't believe, we're not about to be doing the crack with you. (laughs) So... Hired. Well, so this was in rehab. Maybe. <and went> Maybe, she was doing a lot. <laughs> so, if they had her best friend be somebody black, I don't know if I personally would believe. <laughs> <in that. laughs> so, like in it's that case, not it's not realistic based on you know our culture. So, in that one, I didn't mind. Okay, yeah, no, i they wasn't. No they could have made
0: a separate character. Yeah, yeah, got to be friends with the other only black girl. Yeah, <on> the they could have
1: gave us some Something. some more,
0: but not canoning her yeah, actions. They, they have okay. There was a the hell out of that
1: role, She, oh, she's she down. Knows. She's down. But there was one black boy, and of course, his girlfriend was
0: white. Right. So, uh, and he wasn't. He was like one of those type of uh, black boys that be in the white fraternities and he things was like that. So eating large. fish and stuff.
1: I'm glad they played him like that. He's very handsome. He is. Why I to do that?
0: <laughs> but you know them types, so So he fit perfectly in the story though. Yeah. Just. I'm gonna I was gonna say something then. Alrighty. Hang on <laughs> okay, so
1: um as always we'll end the episode talking about something that's relevant yes. in the media. Yes. So have you heard about Doja Cat? <laughs> what a time to be a <laughs> Okay, so for anyone listening who's not as familiar, Doji Cat is is she a rapper or what? Singer, she's, an artist. she's a musician. Yes. She makes music, and recently she had a song go number one with Nicki Minaj. Say, Say so. so remix. I don't like that song. It's very annoying to me. I get it. Um, I
0: don't think that like I like I said. I don't think that was a song because she has better songs. Okay, because I'm not the pop girls, so yeah, I'm like, to, I, like, "Cybersex is good." Shout out to Queen Nenobia for making that
1: song famous. Everybody talks about the song Cybersex and they're like, well, this is different now because she was in the chats with the So for anyone who doesn't know what's been going on with Doja Cat, um, she is a black woman. I think her mother is white. But she recently, it was found out that she has been engaged in online chats with like alt-right, super racist people. She's been saying the N-word to them. Like she allegedly made a song called... Didn't do nothing, yeah. Just to poke fun at the fact that when black people are killed by the police, they always say that they didn't do anything, and I guess implying that in fact they are guilty because they're black. Basically, Doja Cat came out as racist,
0: <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> and I'm interested. Like, what do you think about it's it? It's crazy
0: because I was really going up uh, for her even prior to all this when Moo really took off. We was you were a moose stand, bro. That song was cute. It was cute. It, it, it introduced me to Doja. Let me say that. It introduced uh, me to Doja and made way for Cyber Sex and Juicy and all them other Okay. The other stuff. okay I okay. can see her talent. Moo was a cute song. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Beyonce's 7 Eleven. Was that a good song? No. Okay, that was not a. Don't. That was. Um, okay, but still, it's the same. It's the same. <laughs> it's. it's Y'all know what I'm saying, and I'm and I'm a stand. I'm a stand.
1: <laughs> don't cut. Don't come to never
0: <laughs> <with> mind <my> Beyonce.
1: <laughs> I'm about to just take this clip <laughs> and put it in Beyonce Twitter. I'm um, scared. No, because the hive, but no, I rock with the hive though.
0: Yeah, but um, you you liked it enough. I, I, like, to I, I thought it was a cute song. It, it made me wonder like more. It was just like when it her was, being like, I'm a cow. But i cow. Yes, it was cute. It was fun. It was just um, like, just like a fun just. I only song. take issue
1: with the word cute because... Okay, but anyways, continue. You like Doja. <laughs> I always had a weird vibe about Doja.
0: Yeah, like, where I was going with that before we derailed a little bit, um, <laughs> I was saying even when that came out and then people started like digging into her background, this girl was already kind of probably... It like, yeah, a, like early. she was saying the F word... Not not F-U-C-K, but, like, in Defense reference to G. the um, LGBT okay. QIA community, uh-huh. she was saying that, and even her apology with that was, wasn't really kind of... Wasn't it like, I mean, we all say it. Yeah, was about, it was one we, of those, like, I was 15, we did, we did not already we, talk, that, we we, not we not, talk no, about that, no. but it was one of those type of things, and I think it kind of just kind of, like, got glossed over. Uh-huh. And then, and even in her apology, she kept saying it. She didn't say, like, I said the F word. She just kept saying the word. So, that that was yeah. kind of glossed over. So, that was kind of, like, everybody's fault. Um, and then, when this whole thing comes out, I'm just like, am I surprised? Not really. I'm not really surprised at all. So, you're not surprised? Yeah. So, when everything came out with dota Cat, I'm not really surprised. Um, it just makes Enjoy her music harder. <laughs> <laughs> it might be even something that I have to stop doing. Yeah, because this princess. was like. And this is something that. It didn't happen a few years ago. This happened a week ago. Bro, she was like on there. Like
1: stripping for yeah, racist the Antwerp, people yesterday. They was doing
0: a whole lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Like, if you was some weird fetishy stuff. Whatever, but it when it's at the expense of black people, that's when I take kind of like offense to it. But I wasn't surprised at at all, yeah. You know, I couldn't have seen something like this coming, but I wasn't surprised. And also, with Dosha Cat, like we were talking about before the show, she isn't someone that was like, I'm pro black, I'm black, black, black. That that wasn't her vibe, so her vibe is just weird. Her vibe is just weird, so she (laughs) never was. She she ain't no Harriet Tubman. She ain't, more. She ain't <laughs> she no she's not so George. No, she's not True. She is, okay. so she okay. is okay. none of the dolls. She was just like, girl, I got this music, I wanna listen to it, yes or no. Okay. And that's how we have to take this we have to start taking people at face of value. Yeah.
1: But what? to play devil's advocate just a little bit. Yeah. If I just don't like when people are maximizing and profiting off of black people and Mm -hmm. black culture and blackness and then low-key in the background, they're not really for it. I think the same way about Cardi B. I rock with Cardi B, but then when I see that she says some problematic things about black women, it's like, but we're buying your records. We're singing along to your songs. Mm -hmm. The things that you say resonate with us and you know that. I can't say that for Doja because I don't listen to her. She's weird and she didn't gave me a bad vibe. Juicy is a decent song though or whatever. But like, I can't say that for her for certain. But if that's her vibe, if you in there saying stuff that we be saying, and you know, that we will resonate with, you could just stay out the culture. You could just make music for your racist fans. Y'all could just be over there. Like, keep us out of it. Also, do you think there's something to be said about the fact that she is raised by a white woman and didn't know her black father?
0: What you think? <laughs> I'm just I'm
1: trying to get you to say the controversial <laughs> 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 I don't Tell me yeah, no, you you some controversial what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's <laughs>
0: their damn yeah. you like a white mama, that's up to you. Yeah.
1: I think what's interesting though about those kinds of situations is that she has a white mother and she grew up, I guess, with her white side and didn't know her black father. Yeah. You get to choose He's also a South African man that left the family.
0: Really? Yeah. And there was this clip of her and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, um, and yeah. she was like, You know my dad? Yeah, she was like, Whoopi was like, Good man, good man. She ain't never met this No, she was like, That's nice to meet man <laughs> yeah, He's a like, good man. So... I know. That whole dynamic. I
1: know. Is there something about South Africans? Is There's that like a, about
0: Africans, but you know. We don't save that for another day. Okay, well, I'm interested to learn. Yeah, well, we we can table that, but okay, but yeah, um, I think I so feel like that, maybe it adds to something because when you have a white mom, what's, what's your white mom going to teach you about your black side? I think
1: that that's what gets that's what it is for me that makes me side eye it. Like you are no less black because you have a white mother. We understand mm-hmm. that, but at some point, you get to choose. Like if you grew up around white culture and whiteness. You could have chosen to completely mute your blackness or you could have chosen to embrace it. So when you come out and be a musician, rapper, whatever, star, it seems as though, okay, I chose to embrace my blackness. And we can get behind that. Okay, welcome. We are super welcoming. Come on. Be a part of the community. But when in actuality you chose to mute that side and you online stripping for racist boys, (laughs) it's like...
0: That yeah, I think has she yet. had she outgrown it at some point, it, 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 the discussion would have been different. Like if this all this stuff was old, oh, the discussion would be different. It would
1: be different, but I would still be like No, nah, yeah, I, was- I would still side eye it. But at the
0: same time, I like how you're saying you were playing devil's advocate about like portraying yourself in the black community and being like a your target consumer being in the black community. That girl's black. You know? Yeah. So she, she has access to it it's not it's not one of those things that can be stripped
1: no right right it's their period but are you pro-black to the extent that you're all she never she never claimed to be pro-black she's like okay well y'all just just so she had made comments saying like i wish i wasn't black but at least i'm thick and light-skinned that blew me but but because if you think too, I ain't, I ain't, you
0: didn't, yeah. see I didn't
1: see that, she put thick with the CC, not the TK, because <laughs> you know I love to smell it like that. Yeah, she was like, at least I'm light skin and thick. And it's like, so you, it feels like intentionally exploited yeah. the fact that you know that the black community colorism, mm-hmm. you know that that's a thing. So you're like, okay, well, they're going to let me in because yeah. I'm thick and I'm light. Right. And here she
0: is. Thick, my skin. <laughs> and who do we have to um who who do we have to blame who put her on everybody with that move song that move song was weak it was just a fun song i keep telling you that Alright anyways so it's kind of like there's an issue in our community and everybody knows our issues in our community and they know how to easily target the community so uh, something gotta change in this menu you know, or else oh, stream not savage, know. not say so, don't yeah, like stream, that dumb, that's <laughs> that's why I was mad. I did not think say so Remix deserved to be never. It was nowhere no. near as good as savage, nowhere near. I listen to this like but like. Beyonce and Megan completely reworked that song. It was that a was a really not a verse added on. It was so time. well thought out and Beyonce had Say like, so that version. weird beat. I was, I'm a barb too. So that that weird beat changed. I was not yeah. feeling that. I didn't I even know feeling this would be changed because I didn't know yeah, this be changed. Yeah. Time. Yeah, this would be changed. but
1: I like and I rock with Nikki. Nicki I, I rock with Nicki the long way, man. But that was
0: not it, so Yeah, with Doja, it's one of those things that I enjoyed her run while she was here, but am I going to a Doja Cat concert? No. Am I buying her music? No. Do I care if she goes number one? No, because I'm not going to be supporting it. Like, that's not my vibe anymore. If you want to do all this crazy stuff and do all that with the racist white people child someone said at least she could have been with the cute ass white ass <laughs> boys she out here with uh, uh, these funny um uh, 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 the boys that be writing the manifestos and they're blowing shit up that's the type uh, of dudes that yeah. she was around
1: she couldn't give the who's cute that's white girl. Oh, chris hemsworth who is that thor oh <laughs> he got a real okay name thor. thor who else Thor's is cute, cute that's white um, this is not Shay either because if you have some like ideas, let I me mean, know. I'm just Channing? not that deep into the community. You don't think Shay is cute? No, he' decent.
0: I thought Shay was cute. Um, who is my number one white boy? I be having it, but then I be forgetting. Um, you know who? The one who um,
1: um Zoe Kravitz mom with the scruffy one? Jason Momoa. He's, He's handsome. S- he a little scruffy,
0: but he there's. Something about
1: him is <laughs> so right. Was here? Here? Okay, we are off the topic, uh, okay. ladies
0: and gentlemen. Okay. Anyway, fuck Doja Cat, um, String <laughs> Savage, Zombie uh, elitist, Zombie Colorist. Cause I'm gonna be at your neck every time I see you being and, colorist. And, and tell people when you <laughs> when you
1: notice that people are saying things yeah. or doing things, just tell them in that moment. It's no beef. It's no issue, but it's like, hey, you're maybe you're gonna be a parent one day, and you're gonna start passing on things to your child and to your whomever. So like, let's just
0: cut it out right now before it gets too. And let's stop. um, Let's stop talking about our complexions, because there is absolutely no context I can find unless you're trying to find something that goes great with your skin tone. Even then, I.
1: even then, you can say my undertones, whatever, but exactly. I think that that's
0: probably the best example you
1: have, like what looks good on your skin or what That's the want. only
0: time I will accept you calling yourself mahogany or, <laughs> or or caramel. The other times, babe, it's okay, you're you, you're black. It's okay, you're I black, agree. you're white, you're whatever. I agree, I agree. Yeah, I agree. You are who we're you are. We're all brown, we're all a shade of brown. Okay. Hey, some people are black, though, like. Black, 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 black,
1: black, black. I feel like that's even still Jack Brown.
0: No, I think it would be like black
1: though. So we should. I, cause I There's
0: people like. this complexion. Yeah. I Especially think she, in the, Like the. In like Sudan, South Sudan? Okay. Senegalese. You ever seen Senegalese, yes. Senegalese guys? Yeah, okay. Dark skin.
1: Okay, because I was making the argument that I feel like it's. Instead of the phrase being black and brown people, it should be brown and beige people. But no, we just keep black. We just people. keep black. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're yeah, okay, just. Fine. You're you.
0: We're gonna call you by your name and we're gonna keep it at that. We don't need no more. You know, in betweens of the the colors you know, and <laughs> the motherfuckers be gradient. Ah, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's let's leave that in our class. Yeah. I, as always, thank y'all so much for tuning in with thank us you. at Read the Room Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Read The Room Pod. Send us an email. We would love to bring up some of your Oh yeah, questions. Could you
1: could somebody please ask
0: us <laughs> advice for something? Because I'd be like to give out Don't you begging. I be giving good advice, <laughs> bro.
1: Like, can somebody, please. Could you please?
0: Goodbye? But when, uh, so our like, inbox think. is open. If you want to ask us a question, you have a dilemma or anything like that, we actually do give good advice. Whether we follow our own advice, that's a different story. But overall, we can. For cannot, you, for you, for we, you, we, we, we don't go give. off. <laughs> so if you, if you feel compelled, yeah, if it sits right with your spirit, yes, you and please, I hope it do. Yeah, you can send an email over at Read the Room pod at gmail.com. As always, thank you so much. This has been thank Murph
1: Thank you. This is Ambria. See you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Can't wait to respond to oh, emails. <laughs> <laughs>